0: All right, we are here for a bonus episode of Bungalower and the Bus, and we are at Burkitt Engineering. We are downtown Orlando. I'm with Sean Hickman, director and Cliff Alejos, uh, president of Burkitt Engineering. How are you guys doing?
1: Good, good. Thank you. Thank good. you for having us, John.
0: Of course, of course. And so before we get too far, I need you to explain exactly what you guys do. I'm here because you guys are downtown. You've been downtown for a while. So tell me exactly what you guys do.
2: We're a civil engineering firm, so we handle land development. We do anything from stormwater to utilities, but we can do wetlands and saltwater mitigation, things with the Florida government all the way up to the U.S. government. So if you have a property you're looking to develop, we're your first call. We can get you started with due diligence, tell you what your property can do, and then we can go from there to engineering plans for your utilities and all the infrastructure required, We'll do all the grading and make sure your stormwater works for FEMA, and get get you all your permits to get you to construction. And then once you get to construction, you go through all that. We can be there to support you at the end when you have to do closeouts.
0: I, one of the yes. reasons I'm here is because you know we we do a lot of uh, we talk a lot about development in Orlando and Central Florida when we do our show with Brendan, and uh, that that's one of the reasons I'm here because you're a local company. This is what you do, and so I wanted to talk to people that actually do this. But Cliff, tell me tell me how this company came about.
1: So um, the founder was William Burkett and uh, he purchased actually the company you know from the the firm that he was working on back in the early 90s. So he's been in the central Florida area uh, really for the most uh, northern part of Florida as well since the 90s. So since 1993, I believe is when he first uh, purchased the, the company and uh, he's always worked with you know local investors, local developers, Um, You know, he would take any type of job. So, you know, from churches to medical offices to, you know, restaurants, you know, anything local, he was always interested in helping people out and their drainage problems, development needs. Um, you know, that sort of thing. And also in construction administration. Um, So he's, he was around, he was well known. um, And then, you know, obviously um, he unfortunately passed away, you know, early last year. And I was working with Bill at the time. And, um, you know, at the time I was thinking about possibly buying into the company and, you know, kind of, you know, uh, moving my career forward. Uh, So uh, it was really unfortunate, but um, it kind of lined up you know, as a good opportunity. So, um, I had worked with Sean in the past. We had worked at Frankenheart and Reed yes. down in Kissimmee. And, um, I just gave him a call one day and I said, Hey, there's an opportunity here to, you know, buy into this engineering firm. What do you, what do you think? So, yes. um, he was all, he was down. He was something he wanted to do in his career as well. And, you know, we're both younger engineers and, you know, this was a good platform, a good opportunity to kind of, you know, fill in those shoes and, and continue to provide services to central Florida, uh, for construction development needs drainage problems, you know, uh, a lot of people never talk about what it really goes underneath on the ground.
0: It's not the most like exciting thing, it, it really it has to happen. It really is. Especially here in Florida. because yes. I mean, I'm sure, you know, it rains a lot. There's there's drainage things. So you have to do this before you build anything. Definitely,
1: definitely. And with all the recent hurricanes and, you know, weather that we've had over the last few years or, you know, decades really in central Florida. You know, there's always a need for drainage. There's always a need for you know better development, better understanding of the infrastructure. You know that supports drainage, and you know from people seeing uh, swimming in Lake Viola. You know what what you know what do, <laughs> idea, <laughs> what do we need? By the way, what do we need? What do we need to do to avoid that? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and so that's kind of where we come in. And as we we help development, we help people, you know, be able to develop their properties and 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 do it per the you know per the book, get the permits, yeah, and do everything the right way.
0: So, Sean, I'm going to ask you about some of the projects that you're working on. But before I do that, maybe walk me through the process. Let's say I want to build a, a something big here in Central Florida, <laughs> and right now it's just you know uh, either vacant land or or maybe it's it's a woods or something, and, and I want to put something there like where do we start do i i come to you first or how does that process work
2: yeah just email us or give us a call we're easily approachable we can bring you into the office and talk to you face to face or just do it over the phone mm-hmm. Whatever's easiest for you but just let us know what their property is We typically start off by looking at all the maps. We look at soil types. We look at rainfall amounts, and we look at that sort of data to make sure that we understand what the developable area is because we want to make sure that if you have wetlands and things like that, we let you know that first and foremost, that you cannot develop that part Okay. because you'd have to construct those wetlands elsewhere, and we want to make sure that you don't have to do any (laughs) work and any other properties. We want to keep it just to your property to make it nice and easy. And once we do that, we'll give you kind of a concept plan. We'll just sketch something out real quick for you so we can show you maybe what the possibilities are for your area. And then we'll go from there. We'll give the city a call. The city has a lot of plans for a lot of these areas that are already in place. Yeah, and when so, you say the city,
0: it could be any city that you yes. want to develop something in. Even the
2: county, yep. Okay. If you're not incorporated in a city, if you're in the county, all those areas have plans. So we have to call them and we have to make sure that we're abiding by their plans. (laughs) We don't want to build a residential area in the middle of industrial. Nobody wants that. Mm -hmm. So we make sure we look at their future land use plans. They've got that going. Uh, Orange County just released their 2050 plan. So we're going through that now, trying to understand what they've got coming out and what their plans for the future are. So we'll make sure we're going in accordance with those. And once we get all that laid out together, and we'll go in through the pruning prom- process and make sure that we have all Which permits. Which can take a while, I, I hear. It <laughs> depends, yeah. If you're going through FEMA or something like that, it'll definitely take a lot longer because that's the U.S. government. Mm-hmm. So their review times are quite longer. But if it's here, if it's local, like you're saying, then it'll go much quicker because we can go there and talk to them face-to-face and maybe get to the bottom of the problems and get those figured out for you quicker.
0: I think it's really interesting because I, I don't think some people understand just like how much work it goes into building something. Because because a lot of times all you really see is when it starts to get built. So I'll, I'll right. give you an example. I live at uh, near Princeton and John Young Parkway. They just built a new Aldi's. There's a new Subaru dealership that used to be Woods, um, but they had to build that, and it it didn't take that long for it to go from you know flat land to to dealership. But I'm sure it took a year or two before that to get to just that point is that sort of the work you guys do
1: yeah definitely so whenever somebody comes to us with an idea you know like sean was mentioning you have to make sure is it going to fit in this type of neighborhood Mm -hmm. so usually that's um happens in the planning and zoning uh departments with the counties or the cities and you know it's it's first an idea and it's and if you have to do any amendments or any plan development so there's all these types of conceptual plans and conceptual talks on design about what's going to go on. There's also an architectural review. So like if you want to build a warehouse, you have to show them what it's going to look like. What kind of color is it? You know, is it going to fit in with the rest of the community? And that, you know, we're talking maybe a year, maybe two years sometimes yes. to get through that process before you even start engineering plans. Mm. And that's a process that we're very familiar with that we will help you, you know, kind of go through and, and um, in conjunction with other consultants, because it's not just us. You have a geotech who's going to you know take soil samples. You have a surveyor that's going to have to survey the land. You, you're probably going to have a floodplain specialist that you know might help you if you are in a floodplain. Because mm-hmm. it's not the end of the world if you are. You just have to mitigate it. And you have to compensate for it. Um, and then you have the architect. So the architect's got to have his plans. And and then there's and then the architect has a plenitude of of consultants he works with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then not to mention the structural. If we have to work with a structural engineer. So there's just so many aspects. There's so many consultants. And we like to uh, think of ourselves as the one that holds people's hands or, or try okay. to help people <laughs> because we're the site. Everybody's going to point at the civil. Oh, the civil should know. The civil should know. And we're the ones that try to get everybody together and get everybody who specializes in different departments to kind of come all together mm-hmm. so that the final product is what we can provide for for clients.
0: So so at some point, are you were mentioning like you have to look at maps and, and all that stuff. I assume at some point you go out to the location and, and you're walking around to make sure what you see on the map is what is actually there?
2: Yes, most definitely, yeah. When you walk out there, you'll see lots of different things, and that's where you might want to walk with a biologist. You want to mm-hmm. want to get them involved at that time because you'll see maybe some plants or some animals out there that might be protected. So you want to make sure that when you walk out there, you're looking for those things. But also when you're wa- walking, you got to make sure that there's no rivers, standing water, things like that. Also, I've walked on many sites before, and there's people already living there. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. So I used to, so I used to work at the sheriff's <laughs> office. I know
0: I know all about that. You know, people people live all over Central Florida, not just in houses. And Definitely. so yes. I'm sure there's that's part of the job, too.
2: Yes. Yeah. So we want to make sure that they're okay, though. We, mm. we usually give them warnings and let them know we're going to be developing this property. So take a look around. You might want to find another location. <laughs> do, you, do
0: you sometimes go, like, after it rains or before it rains just to, like, see, okay. I mean, this is what it looks like on a sunny day when it's 80, but... What's it look like after three days of rain here?
1: Yeah, definitely. So sometimes um, we're we're tasked with a job where there's a site that's an existing site and their stormwater certification is up, mm-hmm. meaning that they have to have an engineer come visit their site and certify that it's still in working compliance per the the um, permitted plans. So that's a perfect example where we would wait for a rain event. We would wait, you know, to see how the system is doing and how it's you know behaving according to plans. So. Is there a you know a pipe that's clogged? Is there an inlet that's missing? Is there something that's blocking drainage? You know, are you flooding your neighbor? So all these things come to play, and, and that's a perfect time when we would go and, and after a rain event and see how the pond's doing. Is it percolating? Mm-hmm. Is it you know recovering as it as it uh, was intended to? Um, do we have any any ponding anywhere? You know how we can make this better. Um, and usually, you know, we're tasked to kind of certify that. We look at how it's built, look at plans. And, you know, if everything's good to go, we sign off and, and then, you know, they're in compliance. But sometimes there's some work to be done.
0: So as I mentioned, we're downtown right now. Your, your office is located off of Robinson Street. Yep. Can you tell me about some of the projects that you're working on locally or, or, or some that you maybe recently finished that you're really proud of?
1: Sure. So one of the ones we recently did was in, um, in the Soto area. It was the new veterinary clinic there on Michigan. So that was a cool, fun project, um, especially, you know, the type of facility that I was going to go in there. But it was a tight spot. And, um, you know, we were able to uh, conform with um, uh, stormwater requirements, um, you know, and um, just utilities within the area were kind of, you know, kind of hard to find and, and just organize. But, you know, at the end of the day, everything came nicely and was put together Great, and, and I think it was a great product. And was um, there something there already, and you put in a, a vet e- clinic? Or? Yeah, so it was actually I think three or four parcels, uh-huh. and it was there was a lot of upfront work. You know, it wasn't just like an open land. Oh, let's just put a medical veterinary clinic here. It was I think three parcels. I think there was an old. Maybe mechanic shop or some type of shed, and there was a ha- home I think at one point. So we had to do all this, you know, prehistoric data uh, <laughs> review, research, and then you're we going a, back to the Jurassic era. Yeah, <laughs> and we had to we had to combine these lots, and then you know there was a lot combination plat. So there was just a lot of upfront work. Yeah, but it was it was a fun project. Um, you know, the architect and builder was great to work with, and uh, so yeah, I I'd drive by it every day, and it's it's nice to see.
0: Yeah. How about you, Sean? Is there anything that you're proud of that that you've done recently?
2: Yeah. we're The South Orange Medical Building is going up, and they're putting up the ramps right now, so you can actually see it in process if you want to drive by. Where is that exactly? It's right off of Orange Ave. Okay. And Kaylee. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Next okay. To Pulse. So, so South Soto yeah, next as well. To Pulse. Soto Soto Pulse. as well. Oh, oh okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yes, yeah, yeah. next to Pulse. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. So you can see the ramps going up so if you want to go see what we're doing in action you can go there and peek through the fences if you want to take Mm -hmm. a look at the construction workers but you'll see they got the drainage in so you'll be able to see all the pipes that we're working on right now and There's also some sanitary stuff, and they're running the electric right now, too, so you can see the big transformers going in. The building's almost finished. I think they're putting paint on it now, so pretty soon you'll be able to see it in action. Are, in are you
0: visit. guys in the process from start to finish, or at some point are you like, all right, our
1: work's done, You builders, you have at it? It's, it's kind of really hard to walk away from, from projects because we're always kind of on call. You know, we can we can be there from the beginning. We can do the planning, zoning items. You know, um, if we have to rezone and whatever. But once we get into the engineering, and you know, even well after construction has started, there's always you know a closeout item. There's always something. So we're actually till the end, and even you know years after. You know, engineers are, are liable for up to ten years. So if there's anything that happens with a site, there's any issues because we put our name on it, we're liable for it. Mm-hmm. So it could be years later where somebody will call us and say, hey, you know, there's a, you know, some ponding issue here. You know, what, what, what can we do here? So, you know, we're always kind of on the hook for it. Mm-hmm.
0: Is there like a type
2: of project that you want to work on you guys just haven't yet? We like residential. That's where we started out with. And it's the single family detached, but we do the multifamily also. We just like building homes for people. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best sort of feedback we can get from everybody but you got to give them some place to go and work. So you want to do the commercial with that also Mm -hmm. and the industrial so that it builds a nice city outlay. But I would say residential is where it all starts.
1: Yeah. I would say, um, I I think we'd be interested in some mixed use. I think,
2: you know, a lot of, um,
1: you know, developers are going that route, you know, especially with people not really wanting to work in offices and, you know, they're kind of wanting to be where they're going to live, you know, so like if we can combine retail and, you know, apartments and something like that. So maybe co-working spaces like that. I think that would be cool. I think there's a lot of cool projects going up and we're working on a couple, but it's um, outside the city of Orlando. It's uh, in the uh, city of Walwood. Oh. So we're do- doing a little bit over there, but we'd love to get something involved, you know, in obviously in downtown Orlando, the city of Orlando. We uh, recently got um, um, the minority owned status. So that's kind of a helpful so that we, um, helpful, um, you know uh, designations that we'd be able to work on uh, municipal projects with mm. the city of
2: Orlando. So, if people want to find you, how do they find you? Where online? But dot com, nice and easy. Yeah. Um, but we're also available if you look us up on the phone, mm. so you can give us a call. But Instagram. we're also on yep Instagram and, and LinkedIn. LinkedIn. All right. Yeah.
1: So we have social media out there. So. We're also going to be doing uh, the 5K here in downtown Orlando yes. on May 4th. So Just you two? Well, <laughs> you gonna win uh, this thing? We're gonna no. <laughs> we'll no, have the tent set up. Well, in have the tent set up, So, but yeah, come by and see us. Uh, we'll be there, uh, giving out some swag and, and uh, yeah, supporting the other local businesses as well. Cool.
0: Well, Cliff, Sean with Perkett Engineering. Thank you so much. If if you need them for anything, engineering, come come talk to them. Find them online. And uh, thanks again for, for being here in Orlando and doing all you do.
1: Thank you so much, Sean. Great, Appreciate thank it. Thank you.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this bonus episode of Bungalower and the Bus. Be sure to listen to our show every Friday night at 8 o'clock on Real Radio 104.1. And if you miss the live version, you can download it wherever you get your favorite podcasts.